What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the YLL Podcast. This is actually episode four. Thank you, Jaden, for helping me. Um, yeah, so today we are going to be talking about community and how who we surround ourselves with and how they influence us. Y'all have anything to say? Amen. Amen. That's all I got to say. Amen. We just found out a fun fact that Jaden doesn't listen to any of our podcasts that we put out. My bad. Dude, what are you that doing? That sounded weird. It sounded <laughs> like you? crows. I was just playing with it because... Dude, we already started this episode. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. Like, when me and you were sitting back, the bar was zero, but it was still showing that me and you were, like, making noise. I think that might be background noise. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to reduce it, but it's yeah. okay. Keep going. But yeah, that did sound like crows. It was like... <laughs> I was like, that dang, was so those cool. crows are loud. Go back to your original thing. I didn't mean to distract you. Get back on track. I thought we were on track. Yeah, we we're kind Bro, of Bro, this one should be raw. Crows are not on track. Crows are not on <laughs> no, track. They're really what not. were you saying? What were you saying? I don't remember. I don't like, either. were we saying... Oh, you were talking about how I don't even listen yeah, to the Jayden podcast. Yeah, doesn't even listen to the, his our own podcast. I wasn't listening to anything you said before that, so my apologies. No, you're good. Did you you're do good. the intro and everything? Yeah, okay. I did the intro. <laughs> okay. Did you tell them what we're talking about? Yeah, tell them what we're talking about. Bro, don't look at me. You don't even listen to the podcast, so don't even come yeah, over here. Yeah, don't, don't come but, at hey, me. Hey, the only person that can judge me right now is Graham, because I cut him off. All right, all right. Who, who bought the equipment now, guys? All right. That doesn't mean you get to judge people. Romans 14.10, you then do not I'm judge not your brother or sister. You. Do not treat them with contempt, for we are all standing for the judgment seat of Christ. Dude, dude, you're judging me right now. Stop judging me. You're I'm not judging you. That was like dude, hardcore stop. Bible drill. <laughs> dude, that really was, bro. That was actually, that dude, I'm impressed with that. I love you. See, I'm not even judging you right now. I'm telling you how much I'm impressed and I love you, and you know what? You're the most beautiful human being that I have ever seen in my whole entire life, Layton. All right, we've been recording for about a minute. Let's see how much of that minute actually gets included in the podcast. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Three seconds. All right. But yeah, so we are going to be talking about community. I think community is super duper important. Um, So Layton came up with a few questions because I didn't. But um, you did did it, man. Yeah. Teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. So I'm going to have some questions and then we're all just going to talk about them. So the first one is... Who should we surround ourselves with? It's a good question. I think, I think honestly, like who we surround ourselves with, it it would put images for like other people what they think about us. Like, have you ever thought about it that way? Because like, if you're surrounding yourself with like a bad group, people are gonna think you're a bad person. But that does not mean you're a bad person. Like, you know what I mean? Because Palm like, example, Jesus. Right. Exactly. So I feel like us as human beings, if we surround ourselves around like other people, we'll build like a good reputation for ourselves that would be portrayed as like, like people see us as good people. You know what I mean? Because like, I mean, if you're a business owner and you want to get rich, you want to surround yourself with other rich business owners, you know? And like also like, I mean, if you're a good person, you don't want to surround yourself with like people who are at clubs and. At parties and stuff like that, but you know what I mean? I really like the points that you made. Like, the people we surround ourselves with have a big influence on our lives. Like like you said, like business people want to hang out with people who are already successful, people who have already made it, or on their grind to make it, because when you surround yourself around hustle, you become a hustler. And oh, that, that doesn't always apply to like Christian life, though. Um, just because our prime example of that would be Jesus. Jesus was a lot stronger than us, I will say, though. He surrounded himself with, honestly, some of them weren't really that bad, but to the world, they were bad. You know, you have the tax collector, Matthew, and you just have 12 people that the world saw as really messed up and terrible people. And to a certain extent, they were pretty messed up, and as are we. But Jesus took them in, and they became one of the biggest parts of the Bible. Were you going to say something? Yeah, yeah. I I was going to add on to that because, like, yes, as a Christian lifestyle, like, I think we should surround ourselves with with anyone, really, honestly, because, like, if we, you have good enough morals, I don't think people will influence you, honestly. But also, I, I to an extent, you know, to an extent. But also, because if you're hanging out with them every day, it would eventually, like, it would get you. But, like, also what I was going to say about that was, like, as Christians, we need to be able to be strong enough that we won't get influenced, but we're able to be nice and love on those other people to be able to show them an example of how we should live our lives. 
Like, you know what I mean? Here's what I was going to say that made Jesus hanging out with those people a much more of a success than what we're doing. So what Jesus did is he invited those people into his lifestyle. He didn't go, Jesus didn't go and start collecting taxes with Matthew. He didn't go and start doing these things. He invited them to come with him. He said, pick up your things and follow me. Same thing with Simon Peter. He said, just follow me and I'll show you the way. And that's what I think a lot of times we get confused when we try to hang out. We hang around with the wrong crowd and then we say, but Jesus did. But we're hanging around and doing the things that they do. We're not inviting them to a better lifestyle. We're just bringing ourselves into their wrongful lifestyle. That is very true. I didn't even think about it like that. That's just one thing I focus on because I think that's like a super duper important like point. Because like we can hang out with people. And like you're saying, Jaden, it is a really good saying. But I think everyone thinks they have good morals. and like, But we all have different opinions on each other's morals. But it's so easy to fall and slip into temptation when you're just hanging out with those people. And it might be from, I mean, it might be just from saying the smallest lie to like going out and doing whatever. I don't know. But I just think that if we invite those people into our lives and ask them to hang out with us and just show them the good way, the correct way or whatever, I think it's like really good for them just because they're seeing the true like love and stuff like that. I agree, but also I feel like a lot of Christians, like it, me, myself, like I, I've done this before, and very judgmental people. So like they'll judge people by the crowds that they hang out with. Like You know what I mean? Like I've been there. Like I've literally sat there and like I've judged people because of the crowds they hung out with. But also like the only one that can ever judge is God and God alone. So you got to look at their hearts in it too. So I feel like, yes. If we hang out with those crowds long enough and we're not inviting them into our lifestyles, yes, we'll eventually, like, fall into their lifestyles. But I feel like to a point, yes, we can go out with them and we can hang out with them. Like, let's say we go to, like, I don't know, Sonic or, you know, go out to eat with them or something like that. We can do that as well, but I feel like at the same point, we don't need to make it a habit of it because if we're making a habit of it, they're eventually going to like say, hey, let's go do this or do that. You know what I mean? I would say like um, me personally, I'm probably not strong enough to be like going into places and hanging out with people who could have a negative influence on me. Like as of right now anyway, like I do have good morals and I do hang out in situations sometimes that aren't going to be the best for me. But I know I'm not as strong as Jesus was. And so I think it's definitely important for us to invite people into our lifestyle and try to bring them. That's like why it's so important to invite people to like church and to invite people like to those kind of things because you're inviting them outside of maybe the lifestyle of brokenness. And I don't know where I'm going with that, but yeah. Yeah, I would definitely like 100% agree with you on that because it's so easy for me to like fall back into my old ways of like just sin and stuff like that. So that's why I just like, I don't like, I hang out with some of my old friends and stuff like that, but I'm not like every day, like hanging out with them just because I know it's so easy to fall back into those old ways. Like I may hang out with them like once a month, once a week or something like that. But it's just because I know, like I tell myself when I'm hanging out with them that it's so easy for me to fall back into those old ways with them. I feel like at my state now, I feel like, honestly, like, if I hung out with a certain crowd, I probably wouldn't be as influenced as I used to be. I feel like I've matured a lot since then. Um, But also, I feel like at one point, like, so I feel like as my old self, I would be influenced by a lot of people and a lot of friends around me. But I feel like now, like, I've gotten my mind strong enough that I wouldn't be influenced. Like, I'm the type of person, like, I could go to the parties, but I'll be okay like I, I don't drink to get drunk and like I'm those I'm that type of person like I probably wouldn't even be that type of person to like you wouldn't see me as someone who's drinking to get drunk or going out ho- hooking up with people and stuff like that in the party lifestyle I just like going to parties just go dance have fun you know I mean I, I feel like in our life we can enjoy ourselves a little bit but like yeah. not to an extent you know Jaden, with you, like, doing that, like, going to the parties to not get drunk or just drinking not to get drunk or just having a good time simply, 
that can also like influence people there because they will be like sitting there and they'll be like, dang, like, how's he having such a good time and he's not even drinking? Or like, I think that is also like such a great way to look at it too because I mean, some people have done that and they've changed people's lives. And I, and I used to be like the type of person like I would not like have fun like in a regular day life. But if y'all know me now, like I'm always like trying to have fun. Like that's just who I am now. Like I want to have fun. I want to enjoy life. I mean, I think life's beautiful. I think we should enjoy it. So I would be the type of person that I'm just dancing all night and I didn't even have like one sip of beer. Like I'm that type of person now. And I'm very outgoing too now. Totally different person now. So is that because you've been radically changed by Jesus Christ? That it is. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but the next question. So who has like actually influenced you the most? Um, I feel like. The people that influenced me the most is my family, my dad and my uncle probably the most, and my papa as well. Um, just being surrounded by them so young, being surrounded by them, like business meetings and stuff like that, they really influenced me. And then also like the way that like they enjoy life. Uh, they're always having fun, but they're also like the type of people like, they don't drink every single day, but when they drink, they just drink to have fun. Um, and, I mean, they're just, they're good Christians. I mean, my papa is, he's a good Christian. He he was actually a former alcoholic, and he's been sober for 37 years. And I think that's one of my big, like, reasons why I'm not a big person about getting drunk is because, like, just his, like, the way he influenced me on how he changed so much um when he found Jesus and it was it was probably one of like the the most like interesting thing like just his story um and then also my great uncle Jess uh he had cerebral palsy and he worked until 80 years old and he used to cut grass he sold peanuts at Jackson Mets games and then he also sold outside of Kroger and just his influence like how he was always happy I mean always smiling like and he he would always like he had so much confidence and like he got his confidence from God because like literally just to see like someone like that have so much confidence because he he couldn't even like function like as well as other people and it's sad to say that but that's just the truth but his confidence came from God and he was such an outgoing person loved everyone everyone loved him it just showed like how much Jesus really, like, can affect someone. Because he was even told at a very young age that he wouldn't walk. And when he was, like, very young, it, they told his parents they should just kill him. Like, they, sh- they should leave him. Yeah. So, like, being such a great influence in my life, like, he was he was probably someone that I looked up to. And it just, yeah. I mean, like, that's all I got to say about him. Like, that's probably the my family's been... The biggest influences in my life. That's that's awesome, bro. I have a mixture of, I guess, three stages in my life. I have like a, I have family that was influences on me. I have three teachers that were influences on me, and I have pastors that were influences on me. So my first influence, positive influence, would be my dad. He's just a really kind person, and even if it's inconvenient for him, he'll go out of his way to like try to do what's right or uh I guess try to be kind to people try to make their job a little bit more convenient mom you've been a good influence on me too because uh you do a good job of getting in the word and uh going to church and stuff like that so I'm proud of you for that uh teachers fifth grade was probably the biggest one biggest influence probably could have been the biggest influence on me of all time uh her name was miss smith I won't drop her full name, but she, man, like we started off the year really rough. I was just a terrible kid. She actually tried to trade me away to another teacher, like tried to give me away to another class. And, but by the end of the year, like we were best friends. Um, she got me plugged into 24 seven, which was like a uh, middle school, high school that, or like middle school. That was our, no elementary school. Sorry. That was our version of FCA. So we would meet on like one day a week in the cafeteria and 24-7 obviously stood for like worshiping God like 24-7. 
But yeah, she got me plugged into that. And that's really what started my love for Christ, actually. But I even had like a small teaching there for the first time at 24-7. And that was before I even like knew Jesus or even like liked Jesus or anything like that. Um, so she got me into that. And she even took me to like my first Toby Mac concert. Yeah, a teacher, bro. Like that's what I found so cool about her because public school teachers, Graham, I don't know if you know this, but public school teachers like it's hard for them to share the gospel because they can't talk about it in class or anything like that. But she could be a sponsor of 24-7, which was like our FCA. And then outside of school, she could like contact her parents. And uh, she took us to a Toby Mac concert. Not you calling me out for going to private yeah, school. Yeah, guys, Graham went to a rich kid school. So make fun of him in the Wait, comments. Wait, you went to a private school? Yeah. So she was a huge influence on me. Uh, she really saw me deep down for who I was going to be, not who, what I was acting like. And I was acting like a fool, and she changed me a lot. Um, I, still I still have contact like with her sometimes. So I still act like a fool. Yeah, we all do. Okay. Leighton finish. So then I'm after so sorry, that, I'll just do two. Uh, I have a lot of... If you ever taught me, then you had an influence on me. I'm not going to name everybody. I'm just going to name like specific moments. The next one uh, would be Miss Hildebrand. You probably know Miss Hildebrand. Both of you. She art was teacher? my art and photography teacher. And the reason she inspired me, because every day when we left the classroom, she waited by the door and she looked every student in the eye and she told them that she loves them. Like she said, I love you. I love you to each and every student. She would call us by name. And the reason she did that is because at one point she had uh, a student who was killed. And I can't remember what the situation, so I don't want to name it in case it's wrong. But she had a student who was killed, and ever since then, she just wants all of our students to know that she loves them. And so she purposefully goes out of the way to make sure her students know that, knows that, and I think that's really cool. So she inspired me on many levels. Not just that, she was just, I mean, she's a phenomenal teacher, just a great person in general. It's probably why she's won Teacher of the Year like a million times. Outside of that, pastors, my middle school pastor, uh, he's no longer a middle school pastor, but he preached the sermon that... Uh, Afterwards, I gave my life to Christ, so that was a big part of my life. And he got me on Fuse team, and which was another big thing. It was our student leadership team. He turned my life around. Uh, that was the year after I had Miss Smith in fifth grade. So this was sixth grade, and that's what really got me on track to following Jesus. And then eighth grade, I gave my life to Christ. And then uh, I don't want to just keep naming everybody, but Matthew, huge influence on my life. Ben, your huge influence. Tim huge influence uh if i didn't name you and you're a part of my life and i see you on a consistent basis or i uh you are a big part of my life just know that you are an influence on me i just don't have time to sit here and name everybody so am i a big influence on your life probably not graham you can go <laughs> just kidding you are bro you're a big influence on my life buddy you too jared and graham you're getting there bro yeah graham you're getting there <laughs> i'm just kidding graham you yeah. are you got you got you just I haven't known you. I haven't known Layton long enough. Right. Okay, Graham. What What about you? Um. So I would definitely say my parents. For my dad, it's just how he is. Uh, he's always been there for me, supported me, like no matter what. Um, and I've really like. I feel like sometimes like men, they just don't get like super emotional and like personal with each other. But my dad's always just been there and like supported me no matter what and comforted me. And then, like, my mom, like, just growing up, she was my art teacher. So, like, she always just pursued me because, like, I'm really creative and artsy and stuff like that. So, she's always just, like, pushed me and pursued me to keep, like, never lose the talents that God gave me because, like, I can use them to glorify Him. And I just always have liked that. And then I would definitely say my uncle, he passed away a couple years ago, but his faith was just super duper strong and like no matter what he was going through like the last few years of his life he just always kept God at the center of it and like in his last couple months he was just always so strong and like he knew where he was going and it was just even though it was so hard for us and like at that time and we didn't really see why he was so happy and uplifting but like at the end of it we all just knew because that he knew where he was going and he was just like a super duper great person to be around. He was always cracking jokes and like I, most of my jokes I know they're from him and I'll always say them because I just want to, I always want to keep him in my thought and my brain. And then I will, um, I definitely say my cousin, Chris, he is 
a super duper cool guy. He is a great, like, I look up to him a lot and he probably doesn't even know this, but I just really look up to him a lot because he is like, it's kind of what I aspire to be like a parent because he's just so like, and I'm not saying my parents were not great parents. I like, I love them and I do, I do a lot of stuff the same they did, but some ways I just like, I love the way he parents and he just loves on his kids and hearing his story of like salvation and like the way he met his wife and stuff like that. And their story together has just been like super like eye opening and like just really, really profound to me. And like he, I'm a really, really close to his wife, but, um, he doesn't, he probably does has no idea that he's made like a super duper, like huge impact on my life. And then I would just say like, um, like, my friend uh, Jameson, he helped me a lot through my senior year and junior year just because, like, it was a really hard time just because, like, it was when I just realized that that I needed to find a different community outside of my class because they were all striving for other things. And I was just alone and isolated by myself a lot. And then Jameson was just always there. And then he introduced me to this one guy, and his name is Noah and Noah is one really huge impact on my life because he always pushed me to my calling to ministry when I always thought he was crazy for it. And, but he's just always been there and supported me no matter what for it. And then definitely I would say, um, my, from my last church, my worship pastor and the pastor there, uh, pastor Clayton, he was always just like, so supportive of me and like he still talks to me today and we still talk a lot and he was the one that like got me into like worship and stuff like that and just showed me like what honestly true worship looks like and like it doesn't have to be this like choreographed thing and like it's just you know just a one-on-one connection with God and then definitely like Tim and Jojo they have just like truly opened my eyes up for a lot of things. So one thing I was going to add about my great-uncle Jess, just in case y'all are confused, uh, why they would say, like, just leave him. Because, like, this was back in the day when cerebral palsy, it really wasn't that common. So, like, the doctors really didn't even know what to do. Uh, so that's why they said that. And, like, for the doctors just to say that he wouldn't walk and his, like, story after that. And then also I wanted to go in more about my parents. Uh, because, like, I didn't mention about my dad much. But he had, he probably had probably the biggest influence on me. Um, but just the way he always supported me, like, through my life, too. Like, I connected to like what he said. Uh, he just always was like, you know, like, you go do what you want to do. Um, like, starting my businesses and stuff like that. Because my mom, I'll be honest, like, I love her and she's really good, like, in showing me how to read the Bible. And that's how, it, like, she influenced me. But, like, she didn't really, like, support, like, my sneaker reselling business at all. But I did it anyways. Um, So, like, she was always, like, worried about it because, like, she just wanted me to be safe because, like, all the failures that's happened in the past and stuff like that that she's witnessed before. But, like, I I feel like the best way to learn is to fail. So I just did it anyways. And, like, it it was good for a little bit, but here and there. Um. but anyways, I liked how my dad always supported me through that because, like, the best way to learn in business is to fail. And to start at such a young age, 15, I mean, like, what do you have to lose? Nothing really. So, I mean, uh, that's just what I want to mention about my parents. Oh, and my uncle, just business and the way he enjoys life. So, I just want to add that in because y'all went way deeper than I did. I didn't even realize that. My bad. No, nah, man. My bad. You actually had interesting stories with yours, at least. You know, mine wasn't the best. All right. Our first, or I guess second live audience, same guy is leaving us now. He Goodbye, hates the Jared. podcast. He Bye, actually Jared. doesn't even listen to the podcast. He, said he it's doesn't stupid. listen to it. The only, I do listen to it. <laughs> the only one that doesn't listen to it is Jade Nurley. <laughs> That's all that matters. Bye. Have a good night. I posted a picture. I posted this. Did they say I was cute? No. Oh, dang it. So I posted this photo. It was of us, and I said, we're having technical difficulties. Like You always post terrible pictures of me. You wait for me to be doing something. Bro, yeah. Normal, and you're stop, like, stop saying you look terrible, last man. Last time, I was like scratching my nose, and he's like, hey, we're on the podcast. Shut and the other up. time, I was like. 
<laughs> Can you read it? <laughs> I want to know. But he said, he said, thought the dude on the left was Theo Vaughn. Let's go, baby. I, I get know. that all the time. I don't even know dude, who. It was Theo Vaughn. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Let's actually include this. Okay, read that. Read that. Let's actually include this because literally if Carter listens to this, Carter calls me Theo Vaughn all the time from CrossGates. Include this. Okay. Oh, so he's a comedian. He's Graham a comedian. posted a picture on my Snapchat, and uh, a guy replied to it and said, "Thought that he said that dude looks like Theo Vaughn." Yeah, talking, talking about, about Jaden. Yeah. yeah, talking about Jaden. Yeah. So like, I Car- don't know who that is. Though. So it's a comedian. Uh, Carter always says I look like Theo Vaughn. Like he he was the first person I've ever heard anyone say that, and now there's someone else that literally said that. So uh, he's just a comedian actor, or I don't know if he's an actor, but he's a comedian. I mean, honestly, what's your thoughts? They just pulled up a picture. Somewhat, maybe. Somewhat, but like, honestly, not really. You're a lot more fun-sized. Holy, let's go, let's go. <laughs> no, y'all actually hey, do look a little bit alike. It's the hair. It's the hair. It's definitely sure. the hair. All right, Graham, get us into the next topics, Mr. Host. So, for the topic two, or I guess it could be topic three. because we did. Yeah, um, topic three. So, how does the media influence us, like, influencers like on tiktok and social media and stuff like that well for instant ever since i saw andrew tay i've been doing that handsome i'm just kidding um but no like um tiktok influencers i feel like i don't know i feel like they have a big impact on like people like how they dress their style and stuff like that it it's all about image how they look I don't know if it affects like morals or anything but i feel like it can depending on who you're listening to because like if you're listening to a TikTok influencer that cusses a lot, I feel like maybe you're going to start eventually cussing. You know what I mean? So I feel like it can have an effect on you. Um, I, I feel like probably one of the biggest influence on me was probably like Andrew Tate, obviously. I mean, just obviously. But but just the way, like I mentioned last time, the way you talked about life, like we should enjoy the moment and we should like really appreciate like our time that we have on this world. I mean, we should. I mean... It's just, I mean, if you look at the world, it's actually a beautiful place. Like, if you really change that, your mindset, like, I feel like you can conquer anything when your mind is right. So I feel like he just helped me out with, like, getting my mindset right. I feel like a lot of, like, influencers in my life, like, are more personal, but I feel like he just helped me with my mindset. And I feel like I do have other influencers because I feel like just style like the way that people like you're really distracting me like right, right now bro like how you do this man i mean like graham has been terrible today yeah, I've, bro. <laughs> this is about to be early in the morning with leighton and graham but get it together not, bro <laughs> i'm sorry guys <laughs> i don't even know how i'm supposed to include anything he just said because it's gonna be like just not keep serious this. just keep it it'll be funny keep this i mean like i was like literally like <laughs> But I can say influence is really, 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 really. Who influences you to make us I all mean, distracted obvi- all the time? I obviously, mean, I mean, look how like important, like, or look at like how a literal commercial, an Orbit gum commercial from twenty years ago. I watched it at work one day, and then started saying it everywhere and then now look we have a whole podcast named after it so it's like no we thought of that idea on our own gram we don't want them to sue us oh, we definitely yeah. did not steal definitely that from the orbit gum commercial no, we're plugging them we're advertising for them so buy orbit yeah gum. buy orbit gum it was the raspberry fresh Hey, let's take a quick break from the podcast to introduce our sponsor of the day, Orbit Gum. Is your breath stinky? Is your girlfriend's breath stinky? Well, try Orbit Gum to make their breath smell better today. I don't have a girlfriend. Well, that's as okay. a matter of fact, <laughs> we will do that at the end. As a matter of fact, no, it's end. right now. No, we need to end every episode with it because it's not serious. If we go like serious, funny to back to serious, it's not going to settle right. I feel like I don't care. Okay, yeah, well, you were in the mi- we're it, in the middle of a topic, dude. I don't remember what I was saying now. Okay, let me go back. Rewind. I feel like a lot of my influencers aren't really from TikTok. I feel like they are actually more personal. But I have had some like TikTok influencers, like motivational, like we talked last time, just help me with my mindset because my mindset was very, very weak. 
and I just, like, I mean, obviously, like, Steve Harvey, Denzel Washington, watching their speeches and stuff like that, Andrew Tate, like, I was talking about him, like, how he helped with my mindset, just, I feel like it's good to listen to things that keep you positive, you know what I mean, because you don't want to have anything that you're listening to that keep you negative, you don't want to, like, watch anything or listen to anything that just always filling your mind with wrong worldly things you know what i mean that was good Jay. yeah that's all i have yeah, to say about that, that was really really good are you wanting to go Layton? no graham you go are you sure yeah you go man okay i can't see you very well but we'll just go i do think the media plays like not the media that's stupid the like social media plays a huge influence on i mean just people in general's lives because i mean like look do you remember like the visco stage all the girls were like Fisco girls and blah, blah, blah. That's what they sounded like. Yeah, right? well, that's what they would do or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I mean, it. I think it does. It can be used to like impact people. And like, I just think if we use it the right way, because like, I mean, I have like, I don't have TikTok anymore, but like there was a bunch of people I'd followed on there that were just like Christian like influencers and I still follow them on Instagram and I mean, I literally met one when we were at uh, Passion. Yeah, but what was the place called? We went to eat Checkers. Checkers. Yeah, well, I met one waiting in line. He was super duper nice. But um, Layton has a hard, hard heart for Checkers. So, do, so does Jaden. I love Checkers. Definitely the no, one in Miami. Bro. That's yeah, probably that's my the favorite best one. one. <laughs> the one in Miami. Is so good. Oh my gosh! Dude, when have I y'all go, been there? We, we cannot get off topic. Keep going. Oh yeah, but um. <laughs> But yeah, so I just think um, like social media can be used for good, but I think it does play a huge like influence on people's lives, whether you may think it does or you may think it doesn't. So, but, and Jaden's going to say it doesn't because he has the right mind. I'm just it. But yeah, uh, it does have a really big influence on our lives. And like, I mean, it's from where we buy, we see cool outfits where we want to buy them and like all this. I would like to say something like, I recently helped out with Collide Weekend with my church. And I'll tell you, those middle schoolers, every single one of them look like a TikTok girl. I mean, all in Lululemon. And, I mean, just like, there's like a, three or four of them that was doing TikTok dances on my phone and stuff like that. So, yes, I would agree that social media has a big influence. But, I mean, like, that doesn't mean, define us. I mean, if you kind of look at it now, like, all the teenage girls like all look the same. They all have the same clothes, the same this, the same it, it, that, and it's like, bro, really? They all look the same about. I mean, there's very few that weren't, but it was like a big. Group. They may feel the same way about us though, because oh yeah, yeah. But I'm not here like, to judge. Boys look the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not. Amen. Judging. Amen. I'm not judging at all, but I'm just saying like it's crazy. Like how many middle schoolers just I was like looking at all like. They all look the same. Are you checking out little kids? I was about to say, oh we need to goodness, be very bro. careful including this because oh. she said a lot of things that people may take the I wrong said way. They all, look th- all these middle school girls that I'm looking at, they all look the same. I saw three or four of them dancing and doing TikTok dances. <laughs> you, uh, can't, you can't miss it when you're like playing dodgeball and then you go sit down on the bench and they're over there doing it. I mean, But it's not just like that age, like high school does it too. No, 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 yeah, no. Yes, yeah, I agree. I'm just saying yeah. like it was crazy how many like middle schoolers like just looked identical so obviously the media has a bigger influence on our generation probably than it does like our parents generation i would agree 100 percent. i feel like i feel like our parents are influenced by it as well just i don't know maybe in a different platform different ways i feel like they're influenced more by the news like have you ever noticed like parents are always like worried and they're always like scared about like you going out and stuff like that I, i feel like the news like they they're more fearful because they want to protect you know they want to protect you my kids my mom listens to way many way too many murder podcasts or like true crime podcasts so like there was a a murder i think it was in idaho where this dude uh who was studying criminal justice killed four college students like snuck into their house and just killed them all four of them just out of cold blood and like ever since then like, she just listens to too many. Like, our house has been on lockdown. Like, she will stay up and not sleep just to make sure all the doors are locked and everything like that. And I'm like, Mom, this is way... We're in the South, you know. 
it doesn't happen as often, but it was way far away from us, and she was just like, so yeah, media influences is what I'm trying to say. Even podcasts, like the things you hear, it's like when you see a scary movie and you can't sleep that night, you know? Like everything kind of has influence on us. Yeah, I agree about my mother. She always stays up late, like when I get home, just to make sure I'm home safe. I'm like, Mom, you can go to sleep. Like, I'll be home safe. But I understand it. Like, you know. Yeah, 100%. If I was a parent, I'd probably want to stay up for my kid just because you probably can't sleep until you know that your kid's in bed. Not my parents. They out. I'm telling you. They, I'll wake, I have to go wake them up. I have to like go in the room and be like, hey, I'm home. And she'll be like, mom will be like, okay, good night. My my dad's out at like 8.30, 9. Yeah, my dad's out. My mom's the one waiting. My dad's always out at 8.30 or 9 too, bro. He's an early bird. Like he goes to sleep early and gets up early. Are we the same? Like, are we brothers? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Favorite fast food restaurant on three. One, two, three. Taco Bell. I like them all. Uh, <laughs> I honestly I don't even eat like fast food that much. I would probably say uh You gotta change Chick-fil-A. that mind. You gotta change that mind. Yeah. It's a mindset. It's all in your mind, dude, bro. Everything that's just everything totally that mindset, man. Dude, everything that happens in your mind will happen in real life. Okay, back on media. So are we done with the media? Yeah, I got, think so. Yeah. Did y'all all say what y'all wanted to say? Yeah. yeah. Did I mention what I wanted to say? Yes. I did. I forgot that I went like this whole like so topic four, does isolation help us grow? I would say to an extent, because I feel like if you are not right with God, then isolation would probably not be good for you at all. Um, But I feel like if you're right with God, I feel like isolation, I think you can have a lot of growth, like, you know what I mean, like. A lot of people say, like, work in silence, you know what I mean? I feel like if you, like, if your intent is to isolate with God, and, and I mean, because I don't think we should take our weight, or you're not saying, like, take yourself away from people. Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, living a lifestyle that isn't for God in isolation. Because, like, I feel like you can have isolation and live for God, but it's the isolation is your main focus is God. But... I'm sad. The question is more geared to like, can you live an isolated life without God? Like, can you grow in that life? Well, that's a completely different yeah, question. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, because like I thought you were saying like isol- I should have gone more specific. Because I thought you were talking about like isolation, like just having like a long time with God, and then like because like you shouldn't like take yourself ever away from a group of people. Okay, because- give us the question you actually want us to answer. Can you grow in isolation? Or. I like the original question that yeah, you had asked. I, like I should leave it like that. Does isolation help you grow? I mean, okay, yeah, just leave I it like that. I like that. To an extent, because if you're doing it to like focus on God, get your relationship right with God, because you're supposed to have a long time with God, and also like working in silence. I mean, like if you work on yourself in silence, like I mean, later on, people will see the results. God was, I mean, God does the best revenge than anyone else. Like you know he. I mean, he'll, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Um, But, like, I feel like if you isolate for reasons of not to glorify God, then, no, it's probably not good. Like, if you take yourself away from, like, friends and family and you just go off on your own, then, no, because you're eventually going to get around friend groups that's probably going to take you down the 100% wrong path. Um. But I feel like I feel like it's always to an extent, and I feel like we should never take our way, take ourselves away from people, and we should always have like a good group of friends. Like if even if it's two to three, we should always have a good group of friends that we can always rely on to talk on, um, and we should always go to church. I mean, like not always, like not every single day. I know, like. But, like, as Christians, I feel like it's good to be around other Christians because, like, we want to grow. So I feel like if you take yourself away from church, most of the time you're probably, you're not around enough people to, like, see, like, to grow. Like, you know what I mean? But I feel like if you take yourself away from church and isolate a little bit, like, have a long time with God, then I feel like that's okay if that's what you're meaning. I think isolation kills you. 
I think that there's a difference between isolation and being by yourself. Like, that's, I know that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but like, okay. Can, can Let me I, finish talking, Jaden, no, before can, you give out your opinion. No, no. Can I, I, I give opinions it? on your stupid topic? No, no. <laughs> Dude, no, like, literally, I was fixing to ask a question. Like, are you saying, like, are you saying isolation when you're doing it, like, having a relationship with God? Like, are you saying, like, alone time? Like, are you I'm saying, saying are they, are isolation? You, no, general. no, I'm just saying, like, isolation and alone time. Are you saying, like, that's Dude, not the same thing? I think I like, was going to elaborate on that. I'm going to let Leighton elaborate, but I think, um, isolation and alone time is like two different things two different things okay okay yeah then, yeah. Yeah, yeah then because yeah. i think let's, I let, let's let let's let Leighton elaborate yeah yeah i think i'm just misunderstood the definition of isolation a little bit there well but i was like, me- i was meaning alone i guess there could be God. like you're not wrong with that definition of isolation like isolation like by definition is being by yourself being away from everybody else but i think like like true isolation means no relationship with God really when you think about it because isolation like if you're alone by yourself but you have a relationship with God then you're not alone that's not isolation you know you're isolated from the world but you're not isolated altogether and what I would have to say is that it's impossible to grow in isolation because the true way think about like how how you really grow is usually in community because by heart we're competitive people Everyone's competitive at a certain thing. And when you're in a community and you see people uh, pushing to do this or pushing to get better, then you're going to want to grow. It's the same reason that people who are business people want to hang out with people who have businesses in the same way. The same reason that you want to hang out with people who are successful if you want to be successful. Because the people you surround yourself with, as we talked about at the beginning, are kind of like the people that you kind of mold into being. Well, I feel I feel like I want to elaborate on that. I think like what I meant by isolation with God, I meant like alone time and not like isolation with like taking yourself completely away from everything. Like, you know what I mean? I just think like I worded it wrong, but that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. But yeah, well, I mean, we both, we could have different like viewpoints yeah, on the yeah, definition. Yeah. Like I was coming from a different angle, so you're not wrong. Yeah, I just, yeah, I yeah. was just like picturing the word at a different angle. I think truly we grow in community it's like the same reason like when you go to a church camp and everybody's on fire for God, it's so easy for you to be on fire for God because you're surrounded by people who are fi- on fire for God. But then when you come back home and that's because the spiritual high leaves you because you're no longer surrounded by people who are on fire for God. You go back to your home and you go back to your friends who weren't at camp and you go back to all that and they're not experiencing the same high you are. So it kind of dies down a little bit, you know. And I feel like also like to add on about like the fire because like I've been there where I've like went to camps and I've had fire for God and then I'll come back and just live like my the same lifestyle that I was always in. But I feel like that's where discipline comes in. And like I feel like once we realize that we need to discipline ourselves and we need to realize that like a a relationship honestly is like discipline. We're already close to God because of Jesus Christ and what he did on the cross for our sins. But to get closer and to grow, we have to have discipline to, like, do research, to to grow, to, like, have that want. But sometimes we don't want to. I mean, I mean, there's sometimes, like, throughout the day, it's like, I want to do something else, you know? So it's, it's basically discipline. So I, I like how you mentioned that. I was just going to give like my little saying do you want to say something lady yeah i was gonna say one more thing yeah i would like to say that when i said like i said isolation kills but i still think it's really important to be alone but not alone by yourself like alone with god you have to spend one-on-one time with god because jesus spent hours and hours uh, of time with god even right before he was about to be prosecuted he stepped away from the disciples in one of the most important moments of his life just to spend time with god so we definitely have to spend time with God alone, not in isolation. And, and one thing I was going to mention about that, he also asked God, he was like, is there any other way? Like, you know, like he, yeah. but, I think, but that yeah. was the way. I think that's yeah. really important to see, like, about Jesus. That that makes him human to me. Yeah, like, yeah that, that, makes him, that yeah. shows how human yes. he was. Like, Jesus was not fearless. Mm-mm. Jesus was very scared to die on the cross. Yeah. He was in so much pain. It's so important for us. It's so important that the author included that in the Bible because yeah. it shows how human he is. Like he wasn't 
he was turned in the flesh, but he wasn't just like numb. Like he felt everything and yeah, he, he was scared. Emotions. Yeah. And so that shows that he was flesh, but he knew what he had to do for the father but and for us. Good. He saved That's us. Really because emotions aren't sin. I mean, right. So, I mean, it just shows exactly like Jesus was human. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That was really, really good. Layton. Pastor Layton. Thanks for bringing that up, Jayden. That was really good. Yeah. You're welcome. But I'm just going to like give my little spill. Um, Definitely, like Jaden said earlier, like kind of like working in isolation or something like that. I do have to isolate myself when I'm like working with people because, of course, I have ADHD and I'm going to want to do other things than get my work done. Like when I go to the library, I never get my work done because I always end up talking to people. But, um, you know, yellow. And then like when I go home, I'm always like, oh, I'll just do it when I get home. But I would rather you know, vacuum the rug, then actually sit down and write my paper. So I'm going to sit there and vacuum the rug and do the dishes and clean the bathroom and all this before I actually have to sit down and write my paper. You like cleaning? You do chores per, to do. procrastinate? Yeah. I watch TV to procrastinate. Well, no. That's not the worst procrastination, doing chores. That, like, no. good for you, man. You want to come <laughs> procrastinate at my house? No. <laughs> Um, never heard of someone doing chores to procrastinate yeah, unless no, they were in trouble, bro. No, when I used to be in trouble as a kid, you best believe the dishes were getting done. No, I was trying to make my, myself look good. Like yesterday morning, I was waking up and I woke up, I woke up like 7am and I was like, all right, I'm going to wake up, eat my breakfast, take a shower. Sorry that I'm punching on myself late and it's making fun of me. But I was like, I'm going to do all this. Then I'm going to get done and do my L3 and then. The one thing I did to avoid doing my L3 was I vacuumed the rug. And I was like, and I was like, why am I avoiding doing my L3? And I was like, that's so stupid. For those of you who don't know, L3 is our Bible reading plan. Just yeah. want to say that. Uh, at least the rug is clean. Yeah, you know? it is clean. Okay. And like the brush eye. And then like our dog has like a, this is so weird, but our dog is litter box trained and she has like a litter box in the dining room and she keeps all like, kicks all her shavings around it so i have to like constantly sweep it up but i do that to avoid a lot doing things but like Leighton said earlier like how isolation kills i think that's like so true and like i know it from like experience because i used to isolate myself from a lot of things and i mean honestly i didn't find my real like community until i came to pine lake and then found like that great group of friends at pl college and like Cause that's why I'm just like so avid on like finding like a good community and stuff like that. I would agree with that. I've been in the state of like isolation from like people and it just, it killed me. I mean, it did. So I I will agree on that. That was good guys. Like that was some really good conversation. Basically the bottom line is spend time alone with God, but also spend time in community. Yeah. Full of people who are going to help you grow. And not just help you grow, build you up. Yeah. And also you can sit at the table with sinners. Don't don't forget that. One hundred percent. Just uh, like kind of what I was saying earlier that Jesus did that was a difference from what we're trying to do. But invite them into a better life. Yeah, but yeah. also like if you think about this, we're all sinners, so Yeah. So, so you I mean, can sit at the table with sinners. We're sitting with I'm sitting with two sinners and yeah. you count myself three sinners, so Right. So So Jesus sitting at a table with three sinners right yeah, now. Yeah, he's he's Amen, he's with brother. us right now. Amen, he's always brother. with Amen. us. Amen. All right. All right, so we decided to do this fun little thing that Leighton thought of last week. I kind of included a little bit of it in last week's podcast, but we're starting a new segment at the end of all of our podcasts now just called As a Matter of Fact, and it's just a little fun fact section. Each one of us will share a little fun fact just because uh, we know we get a little deep. Sometimes we wanted to lighten the mood a little bit can, towards the end. Can, can it be a fun fact about ourselves? Yeah, okay, so today we have no topic, but I think we're going to start having topics like one week we'll have a fun fact about food or a fun fact about blah, 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 blah. Just to, or we can just do whatever. But today we have no topic. Also, DM us again at YLL Podcast if you have any like other segments that you think would be cool. Because we would like to start including segments to make the flow yeah. a little bit better. So let us know. We're always going to respond to uh, any messages. We've had a lot of help from a few listeners just on making our stuff sound better and all that. So we're we're always trying to improve. So we really appreciate anything that you guys say to us. All right, so who wants to go first on, as a matter of fact? I mean, I'll go first, you know. Right. Okay, how are we going to introduce this? Can do we do you, it do like you have to say, as a matter of fact, no, and then no, say no, it? No, or no, I'm just going to say One it. person just says, as a matter of fact. Can go, we do like. I feel like that like, would mess no, up. No, 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 no. I don't want <laughs> No. 
Um, All right. As a matter of fact, so here's my fact. Um, it's actually about myself. So I went with my family to go to a franchise meeting for Salad Station. If you ever ate there, there's one in Flowood. But just wanted to mention about them. Like we tried opening a one in Madison and it fell through. But I'm actually like glad that it fell through. I saw you talking. Yeah, about yeah. What I was talking about it on my story, but. I just thought it was a little fun fact that, like, I was able to, like, at, how old was I? 19? 20? Something like that. I was able to go to a franchise meeting to potentially open a new business, so I just thought that was a cool fact to have, so. I feel like Layton's doing his research over there. No, I just saw a fun fact, and I was like, whoa. So, So, what? I was just going to say this. Part of Canada, I'm not going to include this because it may be another fun fact. Part of Canada is, like, lower than a lot of the United States. Like, part of California is more north than part of uh, Canada. Wow. That's interesting. Fun fact, did you know the earth's flat? It's true. All right. Go with your fun fact. So, I wanted to do one about a weird state law. And so, this one is, in Arkansas, you can't honk your horn near a sandwich shop after 9 p.m. Bro, there's so many states that have weird laws. Like, I think Alabama, you can't put ice cream cone in your back pocket because people used to steal horses like that. Yeah. They're, they're, they're like, so funny. Everyone go look up weird state laws. There's some really awesome ones. It's crazy. All right, so my fun fact is not really very fun. It's actually kind of depressing, but really cool. So three presidents, all three of these were founding fathers. John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe all died on July 4th. On the 4th of July. Okay, that's kind of crazy. Dude, that's crazy. And two of them died in the same year. Uh, Adams and Jefferson died in 1826, so I guess the same day, yeah. And President Monroe died 1831. That that was planned. Dude, I mean, I'm just saying, July 4th, that's crazy. They all three died on July 4th. That is really kind of crazy. The last founding father did not. It kind of would have been really cool if he did, respectfully, but yeah. Come on, man. He fumbled the bag. (laughs) <laughs> he did alright out Lane so we really hope you enjoyed that podcast uh, like I said if you have any suggestions just DM us uh, you can, if you don't have Instagram if you're taking a break which a lot of our friends are you can email us at yelentlickers with an S at gmail.com uh, we really we really appreciate everyone listening to us uh, if you like the podcast drop us uh, five stars or a little review on whatever platform you're listening to Apple the Purple Podcast app is probably the best for that um, but as always, we really appreciate you. So with that being said, it's been Layton. It's been Jaden. And it's been Graham. And we'll see you in episode five. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye.